Okay, so I have a question for you. Yeah. If our world population and cultural structure, like as it is in this exact moment, was Minecraft physics, what would you do? What do you mean? Like if you went to bed tonight and you woke up in the morning and, you know, post figuring out if you've had a coma, a stroke, or are hallucinating, it has become 8-bit Minecraft physics where you can, like, if you punch something long enough, it becomes uh, usable material. Yeah, like Steve is is crazy strong. Um, yeah. And uh, you're in the yard You're work. in survival mode. So there are the yard the work exploding deals. Yeah, the yard work, I would do all the yard work and then I'd pave it with stone and that's it. And that's it? You wouldn't do anything else? I mean, that'd be the first thing I did. Like, finally, this is easy. Click, click, click. Patch, patch, patch. Done. What are your long-term plans? If this is Make money out the of it? physics of society suddenly. Is everybody else have these physics? Yeah, I'm going to go with yeah. So then the whole world is like, basically completely up- uprooted and and now we have to adapt to this new world yeah i feel like the whole world would go fucking off the rails because my first thought is i was like well i can just go dig a bunch of dirt squares and go build my own house or knock down a bunch of trees and go build my own house suddenly i think the rough part would be i don't play enough minecraft to remember the like recipes of items you combine to make a furnace and i don't think that you would get the menu for that yeah i guess not yeah so i feel like you'd have to trial and error your way through that yeah but i mean it's easy trial and error it's it's different than making an actual furnace oh god yeah <laughs> like significantly significantly nope, okay, more simple blip, blip, nope yeah, I guess that's fair. You just shove a bunch of things together and eventually it's like, look, a bed is appeared. You have this in your inventory you now. Your backpack holds so many large things. Uh, but I mean, after I'm done doing my weeds and stuff and paving my yard over, I think I would sit and kind of wait to see how society adapts. I would be so curious to see how society adapts. Because I feel like I mean, the economy would immediately like fall into free fall. Every, everything would shift. So like, I'm not going to go out and, well, maybe that'd, that'd be the perfect time to like start up a business. Everybody who knows Minecraft would like have kind of like a, a, leg up. a quick head start on like, oh, I'm going to go fucking grow sugar right now. Mm-hmm. Is sugar like the hot button item in Minecraft? I don't remember. It's been f- literally a decade since I played. Okay, you were just throwing out a type of crop. Yeah, I remember growing sugar goes by the water, and I don't... I think you use it for paper, right? That's a yeah. great question. I haven't played Minecraft since it was free. <laughs> Minecraft has never been free. No, I swear to God, at one point you could download it off the internet for free. Oh, you've always been able to download it off the internet for free. No, I mean like directly from the people that made it, though. Obviously, you can like pirate it. Or am I just there? Is that still how it works? I'm, that's still how it works. Is it multiplayer that costs money then? What part of it yeah. costs money now? I feel like you have to buy Minecraft now. Well, well yeah, to have an account, basically, to ah, go on. Ah, I see. Because Brittany has an account, and, and she's been wanting to 
do a new world with it but minecraft quickly gets boring for me and then i gotta add mods and shaders and then it's like skyrim where i've i've added too much and now everything's breaking and then like finally getting when i get things to kind of work i'm like this is still boring and i quit and now i'm sick of this <laughs> exactly well yeah, she's that... been like she's been following the croissant thing that's happening so the what it, it's what i call it i i think people in the game actually call it too but it's qsmp quackity smp but it's this it's this twitch minecraft thing don't ask it's i don't want to get into it i I was gonna say it's it's a whole minecraft like a lot of streamers play it in this one server and there's like this story going on and and stuff and challenges ask britney she'll Mm. go on and on about it okay next time i'm in town what i'll actually do is ask about croissants but say it kind of funky so she thinks i'm asking about minecraft and then once she's told me everything i'm gonna be like yeah i just wanted to know about the flaky bread but i i guess because i i was calling it croissant instead of qsmp because constant Brittany was even saying like you're not even the first person to do that (laughs) just like ribs giving you are not the first yeah but ribs giving i'm actually glad that there's other people just doing it yeah having a good time exactly Welcome to We Have That Podcast at Home. I'm On Brand Rachel. And I'm On Brand Gamage, and this is our off-brand podcast, the only history podcast that forgot the Alamo. Sorry. (laughs) Each week, we play Russian roulette with our success and spin a wheel to find out the genre of the next week's podcast. This week, obviously, we got history. Well, we got IRL, but we're translating that into history. Because it's our podcast, and we get to do whatever we want, and you have to just, you know, be along for the ride. Well, you don't have exactly. to. Exactly. For instance, yeah, for instance, Rachel's doing history. I'm actually not doing history. Gamage is actually not participating at all. I'll just be talking into the wind. No, I am. <laughs> I've got I've got I have a fun game for you to Ooh. play. Okay. Should we start with your game or history? Yeah, let's start with the game. Okay, cool. After right. your game, I have an e-musing story for you. E-musing. Okay. Uh first disclaimer, have you ever been a waitress at a waffle house no okay good so (laughs) this one's called but not at waffle house (laughs) this one's called waffle house order to go Mm. um i'm gonna ask you questions with multiple choices and then you have to give me the correct answer it's it's trivia you know trivia all right so i'm gonna give you a waffle house order and you're gonna tell me how you get that order to the chef Okay, so so let's so start with. You're, the... Sorry, you're gonna give me an order, and I have to give what like the shorthand that you would tell the chef. Sure. Okay. I'm. It's it's multiple choice, so like I will. Give oh, you okay. The gotcha, answers. gotcha. Sorry, I forgot about that. Part. So let me ask the question, and then give you the the multiple choice, and then you answer. Okay. All right. So the first one, how would you relay an order of scrambled eggs? Would you enter it in the POS system, write it on a ticket, and put it up to the ticket holder? Walk over and directly inform the chef or place a mayonnaise packet face up on top of a grape jelly packet on a plate. What the fuck? The fact that the last answer even exists makes me think that it's that. But Waffle House seems like the type of place that does tickets or would verbally communicate their things. Um, I'm going to go with writes a ticket and gives it to the chef. I'm sorry. It was place a mayonnaise packet face <laughs> no up on the top of grape jelly packet way. on a plate. It's not a thing. 
This isn't like... <laughs> This isn't like the fucking CIA of Waffle House where you're like, no one can know that a mayonnaise packet face up on the grape jelly right. means scrambled eggs. Uh, are you what ready for question fuck? two? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How would a pecan waffle be ordered? Would you... Sorry. Give me a Did second because I just read? don't remember the answers. <laughs> Um, no, so I actually don't remember the answers. <laughs> Take your time. So I have to like look them up because I I have I have them written. I have the the like the the wrong answers, and it's like Jesus Christ! I don't fucking I can't believe I didn't get the answers down. That's hilarious. <laughs> I can't believe the fucking mayonnaise packet face up on a grape jelly. I was like, that's so absurd. It has to be the fucking answer. I had higher hopes for humanity, though. Are you ready for question two? Yes. Okay. So, I mean, hopefully that first one gives you kind of like... Um... A fucking metric to go off of? <laughs> exactly. Jesus. How would a pecan waffle be ordered? Would you put a mustard packet adjacent to a ketchup packet, a buttercup face down, two grape jelly packets on opposite sides of the plate, or they don't serve pecan waffles? Hello, are you I'm there? I'm thinking really hard. A buttercup <laughs> face down. You got it right. Fuck yes. Congratulations. <laughs> Do you think you have to take a test to become a Waffle House waitress? I mean, I, I've, I've read people online saying like, no, it's really easy once you get used to it and it's really fast. And I'm like, all right, I think I can write faster though. That's just me. I, I guess I get the merit of how quick it could be, but I feel like the learning curve has to be kind of steep. I mean, it's it's pretty rough, but, like, I hope that, like, having Waffle House on a resume gets you into some CIA shit. Dude, for real. You apply to the CIA, you check the box that says, have you been a waitress or waiter at Waffle House? And instantly, you're now in the CIA. You don't have to do any do of the testing. Do you have a degree? <laughs> do you have a degree in cryptology or Waffle House resume? <laughs> 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 okay, next question. How would a sausage omelet be ordered? Would you put a jelly packet on the right side of the plate, jelly packet on the left side of the plate, jelly packet on the top side of the plate, or jelly packet on the bottom side of the plate? Jelly packet on the bottom side of the plate doesn't make any sense. It's funny because... The part that also it actually <laughs> upsets me is left and right. Is it like left and right from your left and right or the cook's left and right? That'd be so easy. I think easy the plate is up. like kind of oblong. Like oh, there's a top like and a, just an oval. a bottom to the plate. Yeah, so when you when you give it to them, it's that. I feel like you'd still have to have. I don't a work at Waffle House. Just, I don't know. This is the marker. It's called the Mark System. I'm not even kidding. No, I know, but I'm. Uh... I watched the Waffle House training videos half an hour long, and I fucking gleaned nothing from <laughs> is it. Is that why you started this question? <laughs> yes. Um. Because I, I watched the Waffle House training video, I'm like, there's no fucking way. <laughs> Jelly on the left side of the plate. Eh, it is the right God side of the plate. God damn it. I knew. I was like, it's one of the sides because the packet. It's one of the sides. The packet in the middle with the it's mayo left is, or, is it's scrambled left egg. or top or bottom. You'd think. Oh, you'd when think. you said top and bottom of the plate, I literally thought you meant like 
where you eat your food oh. or <laughs> the bottom of the plate as in what touches the table. And I was like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. I guess I did. I guess I did word it wrong where I said the bottom side of the plate. <laughs> like you'd think the bottom. Yeah, no, I thought side. you meant like the part that touches the table. And I was like, how would you know there's a fucking jelly packet down there? All right. This one might be the hardest. So this is for a Texas cheesesteak melt. Would you put two pieces of Texas bread and a napkin positioned on the plate to specify doneness, two pieces of Texas bread stacked with a jelly packet and one slice of cheese, two pieces of Texas bread with two slices of cheese and a ketchup packet, or one piece of Texas bread and one slice of cheese? Can you repeat what it's ordering? (laughs) This is for a Texas cheesesteak melt. It's so, like so interesting to me that you're setting it up with the bread and the cheese. Um, I think there was an option that was like two pieces of bread, two pieces of cheese. The two pieces of Texas bread with two slices of cheese and a ketchup packet. Yeah. There's also one no, no, piece no, that's of Texas what I'm bread going with. and one The slice. one with the ketchup packet. That is correct. Ah! Look at that. Now for the last one. This one is, uh, this one's going to be which of these orders is incorrect. So one of these, I'm going to give you four different orders. One of them is incorrect on how to order it. All right. So steamed hash browns are a butter packet and also hash browns. Uh, A knife on a plate means hold the toast. The difference between pork chop and country ham is whether the mustard packet is face up or down. And the sign for eggs is a jelly packet. But double toast is ordered using two jelly packets. I'm sorry. I need you to repeat this fucking nonsense <laughs> one more time. All right. So the first order is uh, to order this is steam- for steamed hash browns. It is a butter packet and also hash browns. A knife on a plate means hold the toast. The difference between pork chop and country ham is whether the mustard packet is face up or down. The sign for eggs is a jelly packet, but for double toast is using two jelly packets. And it's which one is wrong? Which one is wrong? Okay, I think the mustard one is right. The two jelly packets, I think, is right. The knife for toast seems wrong to me. So that's the one that I'm going with. Incorrect. The The answer is all of these were correct. It was a trick question. God, son of a bitch. Knife for toast doesn't make any sense. Because it's butter toast or jelly. Because there's, there's jelly and butter at this establishment. That has been, that is a firm thing. My favorite thing is that if you want to order steamed hash browns, you put butter and also hash browns on the plate. Yeah, okay. It's weird to me that the server's like half building the plate <laughs> for the fucking cook. Being like, here's your ingredients, dog. Make it happen. We put two raw um, eggs on here too. But yeah, I also love that if you're ordering an egg, it is a jelly packet. It's just a jelly packet. But then it's also been established that a sausage omelet has a jelly packet on different sides of the plate. But then if you want double toast, you use two jelly packets. The whole system's fucked. Yeah, there's no way this makes any fucking sense. But if you talk to somebody who works at Waffle House, they're like, yeah, that's totally, of course. Mustard up is is pork chop. Mustard down is country ham. It's obvious. That's nonsense. It it is a lot of nonsense, yeah. Yeah, but that was was fun. quantity of nonsense. You got two out of five, which means you owe me about... I got 20 nickels. two out of five, which means I have effectively become the Waffle House manager. You're basically, yeah. <laughs> you should watch the Waffle House training video. It is Yeah, great. I really fucking want to because all of this is garbage. I'll, I'll send it to you. Please. Thank you. By the way, um, I've been like, the question you asked me 
uh, about the music, like what music would I have playing if if I'm doing something? Oh yes, I've had all day. I mean, I've had a week to think about <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, so and uh, I think I have a pseudo loophole. Okay, what's your pseudo loophole? So, ooh, would you pick uh, the song Tequila? Because most of the time it's just going. Cooking dinner. Was that it? No. Damn. What's your loophole? Uh, my loophole is uh, I because you said like no orchestral. Yeah, yeah, nothing. There, there has no, to be words. Yeah, nothing that's just instruments. No instrumental music. Yeah. Uh, I've I've uh, I would pick something in the symphonic rock genre, like uh, Epica. Specifically, probably the the Divine Conspiracy. It's like a thirteen minute song, but it is very like choir Latin ish. So like you know, if I'm like cooking dinner, it'd be like cooking dinner, cooking dinner. <laughs> but it is it is like orchestra, but also guitars and drums too. Symphonic. Yeah, as great. long as it has some lyrics in it, you can loophole it with just the one fucking word or something, or the oh cooking dinner, cooking dinner. That is yeah, a I valid feel like loophole. But I also feel like I can make that fit with most things. Like it's 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 epic enough to like fit any kind of um, high stakes situation. But it's also like very soft spoken too. So like if something bad is happening and and or something sad and somber is happening, it's still like there. It, it's it's it still sounds right with the situation. <laughs> anyway, it'd be an enjoyable version. Well, I, I mean, honestly, anything constantly playing in the background wouldn't be enjoyable, but at least that would be a, it'd be fun for a while. I can see that one coming back around often. Sewer. Sewer. All right. You have for me a history. Tale. Yeah, I have an amuse- amusing story for you. Uh, I think I just figured out what it was. <laughs> <laughs> have you? You've, you've given me a clue, and yes, I have. <laughs> Gimmage, have you heard? Of emus, I I'm I am familiar with emus. Yes. Yeah, they're uh, if anybody has not heard of emus, they're kind of like a dinosaur, where they're fucking big. They're like on average five and a half feet tall. Um, I mean cassowaries are the more dinosaur than emu. Yeah, I guess. But I, I mean, guess. you but, know, an ostrich. Everybody everybody knows what an ostrich is. An ostr- an emu is like a fucking a dumber ostrich. Head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a dumber crackhead <laughs> ostrich. Yeah, emus supposedly, according to some website that I looked at, ranked number six on world's dumbest birds, shortly followed by turkeys and uh, ostriches. To be fair, to be fair, I think that turkeys didn't used to be dumb, but they've been dumb mass bred for a dumb holiday that they're not that smart anymore. Yeah, apparently emus. And I have no concept of what this means. Have 130 million brain cells per gram, which is apparently dumb. I don't know yeah. how many other birds have, but it's supposedly a lot more per gram than an emu. <laughs> um, so you've heard of emus, big silly I have, birds. Yes. Um, have you heard of veterans? Not uh, veteran, have... not veterinarians, but veterans. Like from like, war. I I have heard of veterans too. Have you heard of Australia? I've also heard of Australia. Good. You've now been introduced to all the main players in our story. <laughs> so today, this is uh, real quick. This is one of my favorite favorite <laughs> stories. It's I already so know this good. one. It's so good. <laughs> please, please regale all me. All right. So today we're going to be talking about the great 
Australian Emu War of 1932. <gasps> so, in what world- do you mean an emu war? <laughs> Whatever do you mean? Do you a mean war with emus? When you say emu war, do you mean that emus had a an internal conflict and they fought amongst themselves? No, I'm talking the literal Australian military fought emus. <laughs> it's up for debate whether or not the emus won. I'm pretty sure it's considered <laughs> they won. Uh, yes. I think that's the general consensus is the emus won. <laughs> so yeah, yeah in uh, World War One, about 300,000 Australian dudes went off to go fight in the war. And when they obviously, you know, life doesn't stop happening when you go off to war. So then a bunch of these. Especially emu yeah, life. Yeah, especially the emu life. So uh, then a bunch of these uh, World War One veterans now come back to their home country of Australia and the government was like, oh, wheat farming has been a kick-ass job in the economy lately. We'll just um, sell you guys a bunch of land to have wheat farms on. And so a bunch of veterans buy a bunch of these giant plots of land in the Australian outback to grow wheat and start planting their wheat. Little did they know, the always fun and joyful Great Depression That's rolled right, around. I'll show you how to Great Depression well, too. Well, also just the like American economy Great Depression affects a bunch of shit. So the Great Depression, whether global or US-based, I don't know. I'm not an econo- economics major. Affected the wheat price in Australia. So the wheat economy plummeted due to the Great Depression. So the wheat farmers started protesting and being like, hey, can you give us a price that you're definitely going to buy this wheat at so that we know that we're going to make a profit before we haul all this wheat over to you. And basically the government being the government was like, yeah, we promise that we will promise you a price. <laughs> so not helpful at all. As Here per, is this IOU. Good day. Here is this IOU that says I might owe you someday. <laughs> <laughs> not helpful at all. So the government says, eh. And then um, they keep protesting, and in the midst of the protest, because there's all this beautiful, luscious wheat that needs to be farmed, a giant migration of emus shows up and starts eating, crushing the wheat, eating the wheat, crushing the wheat, and kicking fences down, and just becoming a general nuisance for the wheat farmers. A gang of delinquents. Yeah. Um, so... Now the, yeah, pretty much a giant ass, like 20,000 emu strong gang of delinquents. Um, So then the farmers are like, hey, government, can you help us with these emus? And the government says, eh, similar to the their other approach right. with the wheat problem. So then the farmers are like, well, we know one branch of the government is effective, the military. So they called the military and we're like, hey. All us veterans are having a, a hard time with these emus. Can you send help? Military says, hell yeah, we can. And they send out three officers with two machine guns and like 10,000 rounds of ammo. And on the first day, which was November 2nd, 1932, they killed about 20 emus. On November 4th, there was a failed ambush because one of the guns jammed. So they only killed about 12 of the thousand emus they were trying to kill. 
before a bunch of I like the term failed ambush on these wild birds. (laughs) Yeah, on these wild birds. And then November 8th, by November 8th, about two and a half thousand rounds of ammo had already been used. And only 50 to 200, which seems like a really large guesstimate of how many emus you've killed. Only about 50 to 200 emus had died as as of the uh, the fourth day in this stalemate. And then, so somewhere in there, they discovered that emus are basically Terminator. <laughs> and they can get shot several times without really any sort of major bad things happening. I mean, it's, it's got... not a chicken. It's a big bird. Yeah, but I guess it has something to do with most of the space in their body isn't taken up with vital organs. Like, their vital organs are all kind of condensed to yeah. one area. And then they apparently bleed slowly. And then ricochet bullets don't do shit because they have such thick skin and thick feathers. So uh, picture trying to take down thousands of Terminators as they're running across your wheat field. So they had the brilliant idea somewhere in here to try putting a, mounting a gun on a truck so they could chase the emus <laughs> down instead of trying to sneak up on them and kill a bunch of them before they ran off. Because emus can run 45 miles per hour. Yeah. So it's like once they get going, they're gone. But obviously, a fucking truck with a gun on top of it in the outback, not terribly effective. So that was a really short-lived attempt. Um, And then by December 10th, the Australian military called a ceasefire with the emus. And supposedly, they reported that they killed about 2.5 thousand emus at this time. That number seems kind of inflated with how much they were struggling to kill them the first couple days. Yeah, especially with how many rounds they had, too. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like a que- a questionable number. Um, so yeah, they called a ceasefire. Uh, but during this month, the fucking public was having a field day with this experience. So, the public basically during this month decided that they were on the side of the emus, and the Australian <laughs> news outlets had a field day saying that the emus have better military strategies than the Australian military. I mean, and then. This is my favorite quote during this experience. So there's a quote from the Sunday Herald, which was a newspaper in Australia, that says, There's only one way to kill an emu. Shoot him through the back of the head when his mouth is closed, or through the front of the mouth when the mouth is open. <laughs> I like I like the Looney Tunes logic here. You could tell that like there's some experience behind that where like they shot an emu through the back of the head, but its mouth was open, so it just traveled through the throat and the emu just <laughs> was like eh. didn't die, like <clears throat> okay. Just coughed up a bullet and called it good. Damn it. <laughs> when their I, mouths are shut. I also love the beginning of the quote says there's only one way to kill an emu. Let me give you two ways to kill an emu. <laughs> so uh, then basically what happened is they called a ceasefire. The farmers were like, well, we still got all these emus. Is it a ceasefire? When the emus haven't shot back. Is it a ceasefire or is it, yeah, or is it just like going home? I think it's um, just... Like, when a hunter is like, I'm not getting anything, and he goes home, does he call it a ceasefire? He's like, I'm ceasefire. No, I feel like it's waving a white flag. If you start a war on the emus (laughs) and you've given up, like, I think you've just, uh, you've called it quits. I don't know what that, what's that called? 
surrendering. Yes, thank you. I was trying to think of that word. Yeah, I think they just surrendered to the emus. So <laughs> it's just imagine the, the fucking army just like goes up to the farmers. Sorry, I, like, it's I your just, problem. I just can't. I can't with these emus. All I see when I blink is emus. <laughs> Every day of my life, I see emus. It would have been a billion times worse if they were cassowaries instead. Have you seen a cassowary? No. Is that the bird that you were talking about earlier, though? Yeah, yeah. When I was that talking about emus, dinosaur-y? it's yeah. They're they're literally dinosaurs. Like they still have like their like big raptor talent. They they can fucking gut a guy with just like a swipe of their their um leg. Oh my god! Yeah, I just looked one up. Yeah, they're Oh they're yeah, vicious. they they look like little angry angry dinosaurs. I like that they got blue heads. But I mean but just think about it. An emu is the the best thing to go up against when it comes to the groundless giant uh, horrifying birds. Uh, giant running birds like yeah. ostrich ostriches would have been worse and cassowaries would have Definitely destroyed that worse. army. Yeah. <laughs> cassowaries probably would have shot back. But yeah, if I remember correctly, it's literally just like we don't have the money to keep doing this, guys. <laughs> yeah. Basically, the the people that were left, because they're, you know, they still have this farmland and these this abundance of fucking emus running around destroying their crops, kicking down fences and fucking their shit up. So a bunch of them just straight up abandoned the farms in the later part of the 30s. <laughs> they were like, fuck it, I'm out. If we're not going to solve this emu problem, I'm gone. Um, The people who did stay, though, convinced the government... Uh, to give them emu ammo, and because they were all veterans, or most of them were veterans, they were like, yeah, fuck, like, I guess this is fine. So the government started- Define emu ammo. They started giving them ammo to fuck up the emus. Like, it was- But like, it wasn't like, like, uh, they didn't they didn't craft a specialized ammunition- No, I don't think designed so. Designed for emu I mean, they could've, because the farmers, the farmer, the veteran farmers were significantly more successful at emu eradication, so, like, maybe <laughs> science had developed emu special bullets- what would that look like? Because, like, to kill a vampire, you do, like, you know, like a solar bullet that bursts, and then uh, a werewolf is a silver well, bullet. according to Blade, but, like, it's... I'm, well, technically, silver is is considered a holy alloy. Do you alloy. think silver and, like, in would In a lot of video games demons? and stories, <laughs> we haven't tried. I haven't tried. Like, are they demonic birds? What if you shoot an emu with a silver <laughs> bullet and then, like, it transforms back into a guy? And it's just like, oh You've my god, me. oh my god, thank you. <laughs> I've been a weramu for so long. <laughs> I don't know if I, I don't know if I know how to go back to civilization. Oh god, <laughs> that'd be so funny. <laughs> But yeah, uh, silver was was supposed to like kill any like unholy beast, like werewolves, but also vampires and also ghosts. They've I guess they've got to be effective on emus, though. There, there's a billion emus different stories. Seem like Who they could fall into real. the unholy beast category. <laughs> yeah, I mean, also vampires change on every iteration too, because originally, like vampires couldn't cross running water. Oh yeah, that was a weird one. If you and if you spill something of, of large quantities in front of the vampire, the vampire will stop and count it, which is where the count from Sesame Street I was inspired from. that's what that's from. Yeah, like they like just drop a bunch of rice and the vampire stops and he starts counting it instead of chasing Could you. Could you imagine living back in like I Dracula cannot. times and just Dracula needing times. like 
uh, like a OCD person and spilling a bunch of rice in uh, front yes. of them and being like a 200 BD. Oh god. Um. So yeah, the government developed special emu ammo and was giving it to the farmers. Um. And the gorilla emu war went significantly better because gorilla emus. <laughs> yeah, gorilla emus. <laughs> <laughs> um. Because in like the Gorilla wear emus. This is getting crazy. Yeah, we got weramus and gorilla emus. Of course, the Australian army couldn't They're fight them all. Two different factions of emu. That's what made it so hard. They were strategists, and then there's the the <laughs> black feather emus that are supposed to be the leaders of all the emus. Yeah, yeah. There's the tank emus, the DPS yeah. emus, uh, the healer the emus. They em- were yeah. really they they yeah. they really had a whole breakdown system for their mil- for the emu military. And the Australian government did no, not. That's, that's, they that's just, where the diff- that's where the big they difference was. They had two was. guys and two machine guns and a lot of bullets, and it was not effective for the <laughs> emu strategy. Just imagine being like, "Fuck, this is hard." Yeah, could you imagine? I thought this is going to yeah, be could easy. Could you imagine getting a letter in the mail that's like, "Hey, we got a fuck ton of birds that need to die," and the Australian military is like, "Yeah, pff, we got this. We'll just send a few of you with some guns and a lot of bullets." You get there and you're like, what? I, why won't they die? I've shot him three times and he keeps <laughs> running. A fucking emu tank won't go down. That's because you're not supposed to focus the tank. You're supposed to go for the DPS or the healer. That's It's basic RPG. Yeah, or you go for the lead and then their whole system of strategy breaks down. That too, yeah. There's a lot of different tactics. Don't go for the emu tank. But yeah, the you, you never focus the, the gorilla tank. emu war between the veterans and the emus went significantly better because in the first six months they killed like fifty seven thousand emus, significantly more than the military. Um, and then it evolved to where after World War Two they put a bounty on the heads of emus, and so a bunch of Django fets rolled up and started killing emus. <laughs> and between, like, 1945 and 1960, they killed 284,000 emus. Yeah, but it all changed once the emus got a hold of uh, weapons of mass destruction. Yeah, well, and now we're just in um, a giant stalemate. That's what the Cold War is. It's just the emus yeah. have a lot of uh, nuclear... But then emus also have, like, a lot of social engineering bots, like, comment on Australia's Facebook... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, the emus at this point have evolved their strategy to include social media and nuclear warfare, so. They got a whole troll farm going up. Yeah, they know what's up. The emus have fantastic strategies. Yeah, I mean, that's what, when you lose a war, one force is just grows and grows. Yeah, so the emus have, um, have deeply evolved. That's kind of where the emu war ends. The general consensus is that the Australian I mean, military I mean, it's still going failed. on because it is a cold war. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just evolved into a cold war now because eventually the emus are going to send nukes, and that's how we're all going to die. It's only a matter of mm-hmm. time. Well, that was a fun history lesson. I thought you'd like that. Yeah, it, it's one of my favorite. It's so one of my good. Favorite things. It, it's so it's, ridiculous. Uh, it, I I never get tired of hearing about it. It's so good. Yeah, I was looking around for a good history lesson and was like, an emu war? Excuse me. I'm surprised you haven't heard of it before. I had never fucking heard of it before today. I swear I brought it up before. It's it's one of my favorites. Yeah, it's goddamn fantastic. Do you have any advice questions we could default to? Yeah, we can do that. Give me a sec. What is life pro tip for Karen? <laughs> What? <laughs> I typed in LPT, like the life pro tips thing, 
And there's life pro tip for Karen community. <laughs> Is it just like this simple trick you could yell at your barista to give you 10% off? Oh my god. Is it good? I mean, like, it's somewhere between good advice that clearly a Karen needs to hear and just... Like, the first one is, don't run so fast in life. It's okay to slow down productivity. Slow down, take a break, do a long trip. Life runs away so fast. Life runs so fast that when you turn back at 50, you are almost at the end of the race and you never enjoyed the journey. Wow, that's such a Karen thing to say. But it's also such a Karen thing of, like, it's it's fine to slow down production, even if you're slowing down everybody else's production, too, because you're a dumb I cunt. also really love that they put fast, like, 30 times in this comment. Um, It seems fast, to fast, be fast. a collection of comments from the Life Pro Tips subreddit that are just Karen-level comments. I mean, there's so many subreddits of things just like that. Oh, God, I like this. How do I stop for once and for all? All mail for my long dead parents. How do you stop all the mail to your grandparents' house? No, they're long dead parents. What if they were short dead? What do you mean short dead? (laughs) Oh, right. (laughs) Well, I think the easiest thing to do is to um, put up a burning cross in their yard. And then hopefully the mailman will just, like, stop delivering mail there. Yeah, I think you could also get... um... Like one of those uh, those old dog fighting dogs and just stick them in the yard. Or or you get that mailbox and you bedazzle the fuck out of it. Like you, you, you paint it gold. You make it like diamond studded. And then hopefully porch pirates will just start stealing ooh, all the ooh, mail. Ooh. Um, even better, make your mailbox a sort of like, do you, uh, like an automated hand trap thing. Kind of like how on Halloween you can put candy in a bowl and the little hand will drop down and grab your hand. It's supposed to scare you. But do that, but put <laughs> spiked metal teeth on the mailbox. So every time the mailman reaches in, it just like rips off his entire arm. We're trying to stop mail. We're not trying to murder a mailman. No, but mail people are aggressive sometimes. They really get your mail to you. <laughs> are you saying they all deserve it? <laughs> no, I'm just saying they're, they're a... Let's murder a service a persevering worker. persevering people. Y- you know how they get. <laughs> you know how male people get. <laughs> Can't stop, won't stop till you get that mail. We've clearly helped this person. Yeah, obviously. Kill the mailman. Done. Oh, ooh, ooh, I like this. Okay. People immigrating to the U.S. Or I'm immigrating to the U.S., so American people, what's the best life pro tip you can tell me about this country? Um, if you go to a buffet, wear a diaper. What the fuck? Yeah, you you wear a diaper when you go to the buffet. That way, you, you'll have less like resistance time. Like you could just shit when you're and and to go. By the way, I also have a couple other buffet tips. Um, stay away from fruit. Stay away from fresh cut shit. All that fruit that's bad. Uh, if you're going to a Chinese buffet, don't eat the sushi. Do not eat the sushi. No. Stay away from fish, stay away from fruit and produce. Honestly, it's it's the worst, but fried food is probably the best thing to stick with when, when it comes to a buffet. Yeah, I used to, can't to be fuck fair, that up. I used to really like popcorn shrimp from a buffet. 
which is both fried and fish. Well, that is a little different, though, because it is it is fried. If you're going to eat any kind of fish, make sure it is fried, double fried, oh, super fried. It, yeah, it better be fresh out of the fryer, because dear God. Yeah. Um, What's another pro tip for America? Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, start enjoying buffets. Start enjoying buffets, because this is your only option. <laughs> <laughs> this is all we have. Buffets, as far as the eye can see. <laughs> we have buffets and racism. That's um, what our country has to offer the world. Uh, when you get when you get your full citizenship and they deliver your um eagle, make sure to not give it a a, a like a sissy name or even an edgy yeah, name. you don't like, want you you don't want a sissy or an edgy name because then the other bald eagles will harass your bald eagle. Yeah, and imagine like cool. I mean you you get your you get your bald eagle in the mail. Um, the government sends it to you and then you name it Razor and then you're like, that's a cool name. But then like a couple years down the road, you're like, oh yeah, gotta get the Razor to the vet. It's it's not it's not okay. Well, yeah. And then your bald eagle comes home from school and the other bald eagles start getting mean Pre- like pretty quick in the game. Like the latest that you're going to hear about bullying yeah. is like third grade. Yeah, the other, the eagles, other bald are for eagles are sure... like, you're named Razor. You, your toes aren't even sharp. Yeah. The other eagles will for sure bully this eagle. Yeah, no. Hey, it's kind of like what? Um, no. If 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 Santa Claus can see all the naughty and nice kids, then he knew that Rudolph was getting bullied, right? I have thought about this so many times. <laughs> Why was Santa just letting that happen? Also, well, do you ever watch the like the claymation Rudolph? I haven't in twenty years because I'm an adult now. No, watch that's, the claymation Rudolph. I... Santa's a dick. He, he shows up and he's like blitzing. You better get your fucking kid in line. I thought you said he him. was blitzed. No, but I mean he might have been. <laughs> he could have been drunk off his Yo, ass. Yo, Rudolph, the whole time. No, he he walks in and he's like, "All right, cool. Like you got a kid now." And then his little nose cap falls off, and Santa's like, Santa's sitting there going, "Yeah, hey, you got to get this kid in line. Otherwise, we need to leave him behind. He's fucking weird." Yeah. And then and then Santa's such a fucking asshole because he doesn't like Rudolph until he becomes useful and talk about the opposite of a feel good story. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's it's not fun. No, it's fucking awful. Um uh yeah, so your eagle will get bullied. Yeah, so don't name your eagle Rudolph. It's a bitch name. Yeah. I mean you could go with like like a good Christian name like John. Everybody knows a, an eagle named John and they're always upstanding. Yeah eagles john's a very patriotic eagle name john John, michael chris chris you can name it chris paul paul's a paul's a funny name for an eagle don't don't name your eagle paul no i would call paul like an on the fence like if you want to be a little out there i I don't know mark mark is a good mark's a good eagle name marcus if you want a serious eagle yeah marcus um uh, Rudolph wasn't good, but Randolph is good, or Randall. Randall. Yeah, yeah. Randolph, Randall. Those are good. Uh, Simon. Simon's a good eagle name. <laughs> Garfunkel. <laughs> it's a bad eagle name, but he'll be best friends. <laughs> yeah, you name your eagle uh, Simon, and then you get like a dog and name it Garfunkel, and then they'll just hang out. <laughs> yeah, they'll be BFF all right. We need to move life. on because this bit has lost all. <laughs> <laughs> it's- we're just naming eagles. <laughs> We're not 
even naming eagles. We're picking the world's most boring names to name eagles. Well, because again, you don't want to do Razor because that's or like like Talonclaw because he's just gonna get bullied. It's like naming your yeah. your kid like Phoenix. Like it's it's cool to you and maybe to the kid at first, but then when he goes to like second grade, kids are like Phoenix. Oh, they're fucked. Phoenix. I also love all the people that name their kids after uh, book and like famous pop culture book characters or movie characters. Like all the people that were like, oh, my baby's going to be Khaleesi. And then the last season comes out and she just fucking murders uh, everybody. I, I, lo- I love thinking about that sometimes. Like like when I'm going to bed and I'm thinking of murder and all the gory <laughs> things I saw and I'm like getting really anxious. I'll think of like all the people that named their kids dumb characters <laughs> going prematurely and, and just get, just get a smile on my what you don't do that i know that you mean like all the awful shit in the world but it just sounds like you laying in bed next to britney and being like i can't wait to fucking kill someone that's hilarious today. i've never gone to bed next to britney she stays up no that's true her, her sleeping schedule is yeah. bonkers but no i mean me like a lot of people in the young internet age uh saw a lot of bad things on the internet that we should not have been looking up and like at the time we're like oh cool look at this headless person and you're being edgy but then fun fact uh uh, when you get into your 30s that shit will creep up and you will be very disturbed by that you'll suddenly realize that you have to talk to your therapist about empathy empathy will just happen and then you'll 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 struggle to sleep and then you have to start taking muscle relaxers to even knock you out yeah it'll fuck up your shit anyway what other eagle names are good? Uh, Steven. Steven's a good eagle name. What should I do about earwax that won't come out? Uh, hydrogen peroxide? No, you gotta get, like, you gotta find, you know, when spiders lay eggs and there's a, a little Dude. egg sack and then a bunch of tiny spiders come out of it? So it takes a while, but you gotta find one of those egg sacks. You gotta stuff it in your ear. You gotta put a cotton ball over it and, like, tape it closed. And then what's going to happen is all those little spiders are going to use your earwax as um, they're going to collect nutrients from it. So then once they've hatched and you can feel them rooting around in your ear, you take the cotton ball out and they'll all flood out holding tiny pieces of earwax. Have you ever had a bug in your ear? No, fuck that. That sounds awful. It is. Uh, I've, I've never have, but like it is supposed to be the worst thing ever like all reasoning just goes out the window i do know someone that had a spider in their ear once Brittany had an ant in her ear and and she 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 fucking lost it lost all reasoning (laughs) um best thing to do in that situation is to put oil in your ear because like it like smothers it it completely drowns it it's not able to like breathe or, or even like swim out of it dude i would go scorched like, earth. it is just I'm like scratching against your drum yeah the person that had a spider in their ear they said they heard a really loud sound at one point and then they said they like couldn't really hear out of that ear so they went to the doctor and the doctor was like there's a fucking spider in your ear so they tried to do <laughs> dude get the, fuck the out. flooding of the ear thing to get it out and it wouldn't come out um so then they were like well i guess you'll just have to take time so then they were having a conversation with somebody at one point and the spider just fucking crawls out of their ear while they're talking you know how horrifying that would be to watch yeah i yeah it'd be disturbing <laughs> no, you. as fuck you're just chatting with somebody and then you see a spider crawl out of their ear it's crazy to me that they didn't like immediately start clawing at their head 
because bugs on a microscopic level like there's scratching going on and, and it's it's awful by the way uh on that i ha- actually have a question for you okay. so i was listening to a, a podcast earlier and they mentioned something about i forget which podcast it was but the topic eventually got on to becoming like like shrinking down and then food being bigger like an oreo or something and i was thinking about that game grounded about how like you shrink down and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden an oreo is giant size and you have more oreo do taste buds work the same way at that time at that point like could you feel less flavor yeah like because of how taste buds work it's it's like little pores and and sensories and shit but i i don't know i'm not a scientist or biologist but like i feel like things would taste different if you were shrunk down and you were eating something um i feel like no but that's maybe because i don't understand the science of a taste bud I mean, I don't fully understand it. I, I get the, the basic concepts. I have no fucking then, clue. It's, it's... Yeah, I don't think I know enough about taste buds to, like, have a legitimate I fe- I feel like things wouldn't taste the same. If you were to, like, get a big handful of that Oreo cream and put it in your mouth, it's, it's not going to be quite the same. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I have no fucking clue. I guess. Or even then, like, it, uh, it it might be just too much sugar because the sugar content is now like amplified. Instant diabetes. I mean, yeah, but you're not eating the whole Oreo anymore. You would be eating a no. portion of the Oreo that is well, like. Sure, yeah. So I feel like this. Realistically, it's gonna stay the same. You know. I guess. Because it's you're scaling your experience. Um. All right. I have an advice question for you. Okay. How do I get over fear of find of people finding me unattractive? I thought you were going to say of people finding me. <laughs> <laughs> I like just don't leave. Posted by Where's Waldo? Um, fuck, I don't know. Just don't care. That seems yeah, like I mean, the most straightforward way of not giving a shit is to just not give a shit. Or, or like move to a town like my town where it's full of horrendously unattractive people like i find myself average at best like on a scale of one to ten five to six on a good day on a really good day but i'll find myself sometimes at the store uh, like we'll be waiting in line and i'm like looking around and i just turn to Britney and i go fucking everyone here is uglier than sin <laughs> have, you, have you ever done that like stand in a store and just be like Ugh, there's ugly people everywhere i look <laughs> No, just me. <laughs> it's just <laughs> like I'm definitely like aware enough to, on occasion, meet someone and be like, "Damn!" But no, I don't actively go <laughs> to the grocery store and fucking judge every human in my ten. Well, I mean, like you have that, you have that quick reaction radius. I mean, you have that quick reaction where, like, everybody's judging everybody. It's happening. Get over it. But, like, uh, you, you, you are, like, kind of quickly scanning people. But, like, too many red flags of ugly person just pop up in your head. <laughs> and eventually you're just like, oh, there's ugly people everywhere I look. <laughs> and it's not always their fault. Like, again, I'm, like, horrendously average, average. But there are some people that just can't help it. That just have, like just an awful face i'm sorry <laughs> just i'm sorry you have an awful face oh 
Anyway, uh, I, I think hope... you should get over your fear. <laughs> you could get over your fear. Just change your surroundings until you're no longer feeling that way about yourself. Find a smaller town with a more incestuous genetic pool, like where Gamage lives. What's your best advice from your profession? And by profession, I'm going to go with what's our best advice from working at Staples. Um, buy it online, dude. Buy it online. Pick up in store. Um, okay, best advice. First of all, the best advice. Don't buy a printer. Don't buy any service in the tech department. Or services in general. You can you can usually find somebody on Craigslist who knows more about what they're doing mm-hmm. than you will like by getting the Geek Squad. Like yeah. I guarantee like there are people on Craigslist who are like 30 bucks and I will do everything. I All of the stuff. I also won't talk down to you about it too. Um <laughs> but no, I'm I'm serious about printers. Don't buy a printer. They're a big fucking scam. If you do buy a printer, if you do buy a printer, then and you need new ink cartridges, take the ink cartridge fucking with you. Don't be there and be like, oh yeah, I got like an HP or something. Oh uh, my god, for real. If you need a replacement part for fucking anything, just bring the motherfucking part with you. It makes yeah, everyone's don't describe life it. so much easier. You're a printer expert, aren't you? Like, yeah, look at that wall. Do you see that giant fucking wall? It's like 20 feet across. That's all different HP ink. Yeah, Which one this- do you need? This entire fucking warehouse wall because it extends further to have the giant fucking cartridges of toner. Like, sure, I can look up what ink you need based on the model of your printer, but you uh, also need to know what your fucking printer model is, too. Don't buy a printer. Yes. They're a fucking scam. They're And, and HP is worse now, I guess. Like, now it's it, the printer just shuts down. If, uh, if you buy that... I don't know if you remember, but if you buy that, like, HP uh, subscription thing, do you remember oh, that at yeah, all? Oh, yeah, that's bullshit, yeah. Apparently, if you bought that and set it up with your printer and then you didn't, if you, you canceled your subscription because you're like, I'm just going to go buy oh, ink cartridges. Oh, you know, you don't get it to use It bricks your... your printer. Yep. It's so fucking yeah, cool. Yeah, well, that's, like, the whole concept of you can own a fucking Tesla, but then you can't use, like, 90% of the features of the Tesla unless you have a subscription, so your car just gets bricked. Yeah, it's... If you it's... don't have a subscription, it's like, no, I bought this whole car for an obscene quantity of money. It better fucking turn on when I ask it to turn on. Agreed. Like, fuck you. Yeah, capital... Like, everything's a live service now in, in our capitalism. Mm-hmm. And... and... Everything has ads and it's a live service and I'm Dude, I honestly saw, exhausted. I saw a um a Tumblr post recently that I thought was so funny but also very legitimately interesting and it was like something about um cuz you know how cyberpunk you there's the whole body modification things the biomods Cyberware, yeah. Yeah, and it was talking about um, y'all talk about cyberware mods, like you're not gonna suddenly have a paywall in front of running away from the cops. Right, right. It's like, fucking uh, legitimately, though. But at the same time, there are, there's a lot of people out there who are crafting software to help with that kind of stuff. I know that Ublock Origin is, is still, like, open source and, and has a lot of people working in it and making it so YouTube can't block them anymore. Yeah, because keep up the good shit. work. For real. Absolutely. Oh, I like this one. How does one find themselves? Uh, so what you want to do Google is Maps. 
And uh, there's like a little arrow in but, the bottom corner and it will show you exactly where you are. Yeah, yeah. You go you go to the mall and like there's that like kiosk thing and it says you are here. There you are. Boom. Done. Boom. Yeah, there you are. I'm it's also easy. a really big fan of if you're looking for a more existential answer of how to find yourself. Um, meet someone. If you find them vaguely interesting, you're just gonna mirror everything about that person. Yeah, that that's you now. Until you you're have become person. lost in the entity that is them, like a male. And what you're gonna want to do is uh, make sure they don't see you, but follow them home when they go out to work the next day. Get in there and then like just take their clothes, uh, roll on their bed <laughs> so that you get their scent on you. Yeah, because because like that a, is like you a, now. So like you a need to, creepy dog. You need to slowly acclimate into being them until they're uh, no longer needed and. And now they're hidden in the basement and you live their life. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's how you do that. That's how you find it's yourself. Fulfilling. Don't go to India. Don't go to Bangladesh. Don't go to uh, China and, and do like the, the walk across the Great Wall of China. You don't need to do that. You just need to find Gary at the dive bar and then follow him home and murder him and take his life. <laughs> and I don't mean take his life like biblically. I mean. I mean, take, literally take his life. We have that podcast, so I'm just not condone murder. No, nor do we condone stalking. <laughs> or stealing or breaking in. You fucking freak. Hey, you came up with that idea. I did. I thought it was a good idea. That's how I became me. Yeah. I'm living, I'm living the Rachel before me's life. This is not my first name. Every time I, I gotta get- say. Every time I have an existential crisis, I just adopt a new human life. You, you probably could have done better. Yeah, I'm thinking of moving on from this one pretty shortly here. It's a good idea. Yeah. I've been eyeballing uh, someone named Cheryl. Cheryl? Yeah. Um, Boring name, but, you know, they got a lot going on. I don't know why They've I got had like a, six different a problem poodles. with that name. I have to feel like it's Karen adjacent. You, you said... Yeah, yeah, you you said Cheryl, and I'm like, what a weird name. But I'm like, you've heard that name a billion times. It's not yep. that weird. It's Karen adjacent. And my brain is just dumb. And you've probably heard it too often at Staples, which is why you have a problem with it. Mm. How to get people to, specifically, how to get someone you know to stop listening to Andrew Tate. That's a hard one. I mean, we talked about that in the last uh, episode, where it's, when you approach somebody with information it's it is about how you approach them like if you come up to them and you're just like aggressive about like you're listening to an incel and and yeah they're less likely to accept that information but i mean he is a a, a scourge on the world i have one final last advice sure um and i really like this one because i feel like it's a really one to go a really good one to go out on sure how to end a conversation because i want to (laughs) stop talking to you uh, several times in my life, I have just like, just when like, oh yeah, my favorite that's cool. gamage, and then I just walk yeah, away. My favorite gamage way to end a conversation is just go, goodbye and leave. <laughs> <laughs> or, or the best is when you're technically interrupting uh, it, someone like do, and you like, go, well, shut up, bye. and then you start saying your own thing. But sometimes it's just shut up and you leave. Yeah. Uh, a, but as like as I get older, I'm I'm is... more polite and to strangers now. Like That's or more polite. Like I'll like I've seen um um like Paris or Rihanna at at uh, uh, the the night market, and I'm like, hey, how's it going? Like, oh, it's cool. And then I'm like, well, 
bye. And then I just walked like, what? <laughs> like, are you supposed to like do that, that, that small talk, sing and dance that you do? Like, oh, well, you know, we should catch up sometime. I'm probably not. I'll get people Sorry. at work talking to me a lot when I have other shit to do. So I'll just really abruptly be like, oh, I got a meeting. I, I don't have a meeting. I just don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> Sometimes I just, I, I start, um, I've done this to Brittany a couple times. We're like, <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes it is true, but like, I'll just be talking, like it'll be a random sentence and it will just, I'll be like, oh yeah, well the thing you got to poop, 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 and I'll just get up and go to the bathroom. Like a fucking alarm. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't do it melodically. I just go, I'll just poop. I have to poop. Poop now. <laughs> Can you just do that in public? Uh, I have, and then we we went home. No, I mean like I when the waitress comes up to you and says, "Hi, can I take your poop, poop, poop?" <laughs> and then get up and go to the bathroom and stand there and do nothing because you don't shit outside of your house. Yeah, I'm not. You freak. I'm not gonna shit at a Denny's. You freak. <laughs> you are. It, I. How am I the one in the wrong? I just think it's weird that you, like, what if you're, what, how many hours from home do you have to be where you, like, it's, it, you let it go? Or will you hold it for days? If I'm, if I'm 30 minutes outside of uh, getting home, then I, I will. Okay. I'm not saying okay. I've never no, shit no, no. in public I've before. Because I've met people who I'm... will straight up, they'll be on, like, a five-day trip, and they're like, I haven't shit since I left. And I'm like, how is that a thing? Well, to be fair... Um, that is, that is just travel anxiety. Cause I've definitely been there where like you're on the road and then you're eating like fucking seven 11 taquitos and shit. And then you finally get to the hotel and you're like, I cannot shit. It's not happening. <laughs> and I'm beginning to if get scared. If you're only eating seven 11 taquitos, you should be no- doing nothing but shitting. That's what you'd think, right? <laughs> Also, God we, damn it. We, we almost stop we it. almost went an entire episode without talking about shit. <laughs> <laughs> we had to uh, we had to sneak it in at the end. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I cuz there's definitely been times where like I'll be out and about like um uh for certain festival events and I'll get sushi and I'll eat it and I'm like, "Mm," and then like it is a little dodgy <laughs> and then I'm definitely like, "It's time. Well, I need to go right now." I think I and, think I have a getting home is a really option. skewed version because I grew up with stomach issues before I figured out I was fucking allergic to wheat. So yeah. I just like I am so intimately familiar with so many public restrooms at this point. I just I I'd be more cool with uh public restrooms if they were more like the uk where they were like a secluded room yes what the fuck is that shit because when uh, so why do we have gaps in korea at the school it was kind of more like public restrooms where there's stalls and stuff they're not individual rooms but there was a little like gap fur covering thing that made the door close quietly so it didn't slam and you can't peek in to see people shitting like it and the, the, saw. the doors were taller and went further to the ground and then when you go to an actual public restroom it's like a whole ass room that you're in by yourself and then you don't have to worry you also don't have to worry about the whole like gendered restroom thing like oh well, no you don't have to worry trans about trans want a restroom of their own like if, a lot if it's of just, them who cares you're a lot pooping of them there. Also tell you if it is vacant or occupied 
from outside the door. So you're not sitting there like shoving your fucking head under the stall to figure out if somebody's in there or if the bathroom's open. There's just a little red and green my marker on the door. Yeah, my bathrooms at work are like that. They're two just secluded rooms with like a with a latch that just changes it from vacant to occupied. Like that's that's the dream. And yeah, I, I, I don't understand it. what barbarian pooping situation Americans entered it's, into it's, and when it's that the happened American... and why we decided. I, I, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's not okay. It's, it's, I, I was uh, thinking about that video. It's a video that gives me nightmares, but it's, it's a video, a video where it gives me nightmares. It, it does, where there's a guy and he's in the restroom and he's just like on the toilet shitting. And then a fucking kid just like peeks out and he's like, hello. And then he just fucking just rolls underneath and then he starts talking to the guy. Have you uh, seen that? No, but I have had a child shove their entire face under a bathroom stall, look at me, wave at me, and leave. See, and that's like, why I don't want to shit in public. <laughs> because there is a percent chance that I will have my junk out in front of a child. That is possibility of getting a sex offender list. I don't... I'm not I'm not rolling those dice. Fuck you. Yeah, no. <laughs> I like I understand, but I don't know the the people holding their shit for long periods of time. That's rough. It's not okay. That's too it's much. Not okay. All of this is not okay. Better bathrooms. Yeah, make ba- make bathrooms better, and maybe I'll shit in public. But until then, no. Make bathrooms great again. Where's my <laughs> my shit pot under my bed? Mabuga. What? Where's that Mabuga hat? What? Make bathrooms great again. Oh. <laughs> Stupid. Like, what what stroke did you just have? All right, I think I think it's time for us to wrap this up. I think um, so as well. Thank you for listening. We love you. Please stalk us and steal our flesh. Uh, please don't. You don't want <laughs> you don't want my identity. Trust me. There's it's not glamorous. When I got all my shit stolen when I first moved here, um, I was telling someone that all my bank information and my social security card was in there. And they were like, oh, no, are you worried about your identity being stolen? And I was like, yeah, so they can <laughs> no. adopt all my debt? Sure. <laughs> Have a good time with that. <laughs> that is my only saving grace. And it it is it can lead to somebody wanting to kidnap me and take my life is i don't don't have have debt debt. i have no well i know whose life i'm taking over now move a shot move aside cheryl i mean you're you're welcome to it but i also don't have the privileges that come with getting debt anyway uh i've been off-brand gamage and i have also been off-brand rachel because i'm ill (laughs) you're gonna say i've also been off-brand gamage because i'm gonna (laughs) (laughs) wait do it again (laughs) no damn it I'm not smart enough for good jokes. Um, I'm off-brand Rachel, uh, soon to be off-brand Gamage, and this has been our off-brand podcast. Thank you for listening. Um, if you like the things that we talk about, Aren't or we supposed to be on-brand? Yes, I said you off-brand. You know, fuck it. I'm Who sick. cares? Yeah. Well, let's be real. This podcast is off-brand. Everything. So. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard or you think that we should start uh, Emu World War II, send us an email. Also, like and subscribe on whatever your most favorite is. An emu. Also, like and subscribe whatever your most favorite is podcasting places. If you would like to be part of the Emu World War II, send us an email at 
uh, W-H-T-P-A-H at gmail.com. That's woodpah at gmail.com. Next week, we will be tackling... Which is also the sound you make when you cough a loogie up. Woodpah! Yeah, I've been <laughs> making that sound a lot. Um, next week, we will be tackling the beautiful and exciting world of... Uh, pop culture again. Ooh, pop culture. Hell yes. yeah. Let's talk about movies. Yes, we should pick. Like we just did music, we and I'm, I'm already gushing over new music, but I I, I want to do some movies. Some movies. Or even comic books. There's some Ooh. there's some interesting developments. Comic, in comic books, books would be fun too. I think you'd have more to say on that subject. Um, but I would I be would. down to discuss. Get the fuck out of my. But world. I'll talk. I I will give you the entire um timeline of Spider Man in a one breath it'll be 10 minutes long and then we'll have nothing to talk about <laughs> that sounds like a beautiful opening we just generally um, talk right. about spider-man and then break down all the movies oh come on no that's i feel like we have to save spider-man for like a special episode you know what i mean save it for like when i'm really bored like if when when i get cancer and i have to gotta go through chemotherapy <laughs> and i i'm not able to we'll only talk if the doctor about says i need to exercise my brain this will help you we're gonna inject you with a <laughs> dose of Spooderman. <laughs> All right. Well, well. Goodbye, people. Mm, See you next week. Enjoy your Spooderman while we're gone. Oh yeah. By the way, uh, this is the first episode. To this is the first episode that will be taking place in December. So welcome to the holiday season. Sorry, we talked about poop again. <laughs> Are we really that sorry? Bye. <laughs>